going and All right, back again, uh, Jason Pocock for a foot on the line, version number bloody 18 or something rather, and a um, little bit different this time, we have um, our youngest ever guest, uh, Rosie Falcus, joining us uh, from, well, I thought she was from South Brighton, hanging out in Christchurch, but she's actually in Dunedin, and yeah. nobody told me. So, uh, Rosie, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you very much. Very excited to be here. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So, um, and... We've got Rosie on. Is uh, Rosie is going to be our junior beach sprint representative at the uh, Life Saving World Champs in Italy, and that's pretty bloody cool because it's your first representative team, isn't it? Sure is, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, really excited to have you on board. Um, we've we've done a little bit of digging, and thanks for a bit of help. But Jason's got a bit of information on who is Rosie Falcos, where does she come from, and why is she so cool? Yeah. Kia tato Etifana, and, and particularly to Rosie, it is cool to have you on board, and um, you are our youngest ever guest, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I'm not sure we talked, you know, before we came on here about what that actually meant, but I guess it's probably that we're just old and tragic, and we're just looking for young people that are super excited about surf lifesaving, and, and we are pretty stoked to have you on board. And Danny, if you did it think about it or you did see some of those questions you do would have seen that actually she commutes to come to south brighton to train with the guys at south brighton from dunedin so she is a little south uh st clair clubby to start with aren't you rosie um did all your ocean stuff at st clair and then uh have moved to south brighton um and how often do you come up to south brighton i've been about five times this season awesome Awesome, that's cool. And is it was it mainly for the sprint? I, I mean, I, I know you do a little bit with Morgan and stuff like that, but obviously he's not up in South Brighton. Um, so, um, do you, who do you do it with, Malcolm, and maybe some of those other guys? Yeah, Malcolm and the squad when I'm up at South. But I also send lots of videos to Macca and Morgan, and they analyze them for me, which is really cool for my flags turns and all of that. Awesome, awesome. How cool! How cool! So does that make it a bit of a challenge getting yourself from Dunedin to Christchurch or is that just mum and dad just Ubering you up? Uh, I fly now, so I've gotten used to flying alone and I get lots of cookie times on the plane, so it's pretty <laughs> good. I've got a nice little rhythm going. Yeah. Would, is that part of Morgan's um, coaching? Would he be okay with you having cookie times so much on the plane? I, I'm not sure that would fit his nutritional uh, plan, would it? It's part of it. You can't have a plane trip without a cookie time. It's the oh, mate, you are, you're the coolest sprinter ever already. You are going down as the coolest sprinter ever. That's exactly the same rule as if as soon as you go on a car trip, you have to go and buy snakes from the, super, uh, from the service station because you cannot drive more than 20 kilometres without having snakes. It's not a car trip without snakes. No. Man, I love how you roll. How cool. Awesome. So I guess... I guess the question we ask, um, Rosie, the first question we ask is, um, what do we need to know about Rosie? Who is Rosie Falcus and, and why are you so cool? That is a hard question. Um, I'm a 16-year-old from Dunedin. I train hard with my coaches, always keep it fun, keep it social, but also try and do my best when it comes to racing. Yeah. Always have a smile on my face when doing it. Mm. The, sto the stories I hear is that's exactly you. And, in fact, this year you even came up to South Brighton and asked if you could start doing some ski pedalling. The guys at South Brighton are telling me that 
you're a bit of an excitable sort of character and just love frothing out on surf life saving. Is so where did that sort of all start, and why? The ski paddling is that it? Well, just surf. <laughs> well, I started when I was eight. I watched the Saint Clair White Island race, the iconic White Island race. My dad had watched it the year before, and it was like really nice crystal water real sunny everyone paddled out and he thought it was a real cool sport so he brought me down the next year complete opposite it was complete carnage bad weather you know big Dunedin waves everyone was getting like hammered by the surf I was like I want to try that I want to see if I can mix it in the surf and so I was real keen to give it a crack um a few years later I'm now a beachy so well we'll get you we'll turn you around at some stage I'm sure Maybe. I've tried skiing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> awesome. So I guess, um, you know, the last couple of years have been a real challenge for any athlete, um, but particularly, you know, an, an athlete of your age. I, I see, you know, much like, you know, I have a daughter the same age as you, mm-hmm. still hasn't raced a surf lifesaving senior nationals yet, missed out on so many competitions, and your first proper senior competition sounds like it'll be world champs. How's that? It's it's just crazy, like um, mentally apprehending that and then going to race. Like, yeah, like you said, I haven't done a senior nationals and because lots of my progression in sprinting has been in the last few years, I've never even raced a final in sprints at nationals. So, <laughs> like, yeah, the furthest I've gotten in oceans is semis. So it's pretty cool to have come so far in the past two years. <laughs> But it's also such a funny thing to think about. Yeah, haven't raced a nationals final, but now I'm going to Worlds and trying to, you know, do my very best. That that is, I think that's pretty close to the most insane thing I've ever heard. Going from a uh, a semi final at Oceans to a to a World Championships representing New Zealand, um, yeah. you know, like that's that's crazy. I, I'm struggling to comprehend that. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. I see um, when we ask you about, you know, some of the people you look up to, I see that the people that you identified, the Corey Taylors and the Danielle McKenzie's, um, they're not sprinters. So how, how, how do they fit into this? I have posters of them from Oceans pretty much. Um, yeah. That's the big one. Being a sprinter, like a beachy at Oceans, I get lots of time. Uh, to go around to the Sonic tent, get all the posters, like all the posters, all the signatures, all up on my wall. And it's often, you know, those iron people that end up being on your wall. So it's pretty cool to look after all of them. It is yeah. cool. I'm sure. Um, well, I know Danielle McKenzie has made a semi-final at, um, at Worlds. So that's something in the beach sprint. So um, I think she got a second in the B final maybe in 20... 20- 2014 so she is a bit of a sprinter so maybe she'll take that maybe maybe she learned some stuff off you rosie maybe maybe maybe. and then um i mean dunedin's a pretty crazy place so you know are there some people that you know who helps you down there when you're training like who who are the people down there that that make sure you get out on the beach or the track or um and do your training so my, one of my main coaches is Brent Ward, who's a track coach. He's been amazing with me. I started with him maybe two years ago, coming up to two years, 
down on the track with his squad and I just slowly kept working in there and now it's really exciting because in the lead up to Worlds he's even been coming down to the beach with me and he's been doing one-on-one sessions and he's been learning about flags so you know we're learning together we're working through it uh this new experience for both of us and so it's pretty cool to work with him both at the track and at the beach wow that's cool had he seen beach sprint or beach flags much before i think he'd worked with some other beach sprinters in the past but i think with beach flags specifically it's sort of new for him as well so that's been really cool seeing him get excited about it and me get excited about it and just learning new stuff together that's been really cool awesome awesome and i see you know you've got those you know that that group of of females in particular, the, the Hannah Williams, the Claudia Kellys, you know, those those ladies that are down um, at uni down there, they've, they've had a bit of impact on you as well? Yeah, totally. Um, Claudia Kelly, uh, especially, she's been so friendly to me. Um, like, I had a poster of her on my wall and now she'll, like, message me on Messenger be like, hey, Rosie, you know my name? Like, <laughs> it's really crazy. And I train at the gym and she trains at the same gym. So we share a coach and work hard in the gym together. And then she's really helped mentor me, especially through the high performance sport, because that's new for me. And then being from Dunedin, there's not a lot of other people that have done that. So it's been really cool to get to know her. I even went up to Auckland on the way to Australia uh, with the junior Blackburns. And she was traveling over for Aussie pool champs. And so we were staying in a hotel in Auckland together. It was like, I used to have a poster of you and now we're like rooming. It was pretty cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is she, would you agree she is the happiest, friendliest person in the world? Totally. So friendly, just always buzzing, always smiling. And it really is just contagious. It is. She is a pretty cool yeah. person. I guess, um, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but, um you know like what are the things and I suppose you know what would what have you done over the last two and a half years to get yourself from a semi-final in the oceans beach sprint to world champs because it's been a really testing time um you know like I'm sure there's been times when you've gone well why am I bothering like I can never race so why am I training what what what's that been like um, I, I would say it's just sticking to my why and remembering why I chose to do surf in the beginning. And my why is centered around challenge and enjoyment. And so none of that requires racing. So it's been hard, but I've had to be resilient and creative and just find other things to challenge me and for me to find enjoyable, like training with new squads, training with different people, trying to lift heavier in the gym or those little challenges that I can set for myself to still fulfill my sporting life. Holy moly. That is ridiculously mature, Rosie. um, I'm blown away by that. Like, Do you actually, did you at some stage stop and think about that and go, okay, I'm going to choose surf. And like, how, how did you come up with that? Surf's just been what I've done since I was eight. So I just always did surf. But for the sporting why, I got to work with a sports psychologist recently, which was Uh, such a cool opportunity. So we came up, that was the first thing we did. And now I use that in my racing, my training, and it helps me through the challenges such as not being able to race. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do some other things over the last two years? I mean, again, you know, the challenges and you talked about, you know, what you did at the gym and I, I assume you did some testing stuff and maybe you did some some sprinting on the track. What were the things that helped, I guess, reconfirm that you were improving or that the challenge was real and, and that you were happy with, you know, I guess the trajectory and where you were heading? Um, I would say finding new opportunities for myself. Like moving to South recently was a really big thing for me and it was a very hard decision to commit to that much travel and leave my home club. But that was a really exciting change and then that motivated me to work harder down in Dunedin on the colder, rainy days because I knew there was a squad and a team and coaches up at South Brighton that would work with me and be excited for me when I came up to join them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I guess, I guess most of us can understand that you know sometimes you know particularly from regional areas that are a bit, and Dunedin probably falls into that that sort of category. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do have to look for more opportunities, uh, more competition, um, coaching, or, or whatever it might be. And is that really the reason you know that why you had to, or you felt to get yeah, exactly. Like I got the opportunity to go to South and have such amazing coaches and previously I didn't have beachy specific coaches and then mm. I had relays as well, which I unfortunately didn't have in Dunedin. So those kind of things really inspire you to make that move and I knew to progress within my sport, which was what I was really keen to do, then I sort of had to make that jump. Yeah, yeah, cool. Cool. Welcome back, mate. You, you're all good there? Oh, mate, I've been having an absolute shocker with uh, um, something's going on with the, the internet and the, the storms are causing havoc. So um, I, I have been able to listen in, but I haven't actually been able to contribute much, but it's been bloody <laughs> incredible. And I have uh, – I did sort of mention before that um, – yeah, the, what what uh, what Rosie uh, said around um, you know her why and that was. Oh. I just wanted to make sure that you're actually a 16 year old because yeah. you sound like a 26 year old or a 36 year old. To be fair, ridiculous. 100. percent It's crazy, eh? Well, um, Rosie, talk about. I mean, um, you know, I think you said you've played lots of other sports. Um, you know, as you've grown up, and and, and I think. Danny and I and, and most people in surf, uh, you know, are massive supporters of that. But now you you get to represent New Zealand. So now you get that opportunity, and I don't know whether it's happened before, but at some stage really soon you're going to be able to look down at your chest, on your togs, um, at your beanie, and there'll be a silver fern on it. What What's that kind of mean? It's such a special privilege that I haven't experienced before. And just the thought of representing my country like racing for more than just myself more than my club is so exciting to me when I'm training I know that I'm not just training for myself I'm training for the team I'm training for the country and that's something that really motivates you to keep working as hard as you possibly can and I'm, I'm going to ask a question now which um, again I think if I asked any normal 16 year old and I'm not saying you're abnormal, you're just a really mature, amazing 16-year-old. I think there'd be some anxiety. You talk about racing for other people and the country and all that sort of stuff. How do you manage that and keep it normal? Like keep it like it's just another race, I'm going out there. Have you got some plans in place for that or or you just 
hoping you've got the skills to manage it. Yeah, well, like I said before, I get to work with a sports psychologist, so it's been brilliant to go over those ideas and those feelings. And I think things like racing for my country, racing for my team, it's important that I make sure to use that as motivation rather than pressure. And yeah. so those thoughts of pressure and nerves and that that does come in and I think I just have to accept that that's pretty normal for someone that's representing the country for the first time but it's just accepting those feelings and looking at how I can make them positive because it is a really exciting thought and it's also a really nerve-wracking thought so it's just choosing how I view it rather than ignoring it I'd say have you have you traveled overseas for anything before not for sport no first time I, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I am absolutely blown away. This is insane. Like, I, I've only just realised I'm 105. I've only just realised that I can't control the thoughts that come into my head. And you're 16, and you're like, actually, yeah, it might be a bit of pressure, but actually, I'm just gonna take it a little bit different. I'll think about it a bit differently. I'm like, how did you figure this out? I've gone to like multiple world champs. So I still, I, I couldn't figure it out. And you're already sorted. Man, you're going to be a gun. Fingers crossed. Holy moly. I reckon, I reckon we need to start, um, yeah, we need to throw something at you over this time and see if, how you're going to manage it. So I'm, just look out at some stage over the next couple of minutes. I'm going to throw something at you and see if you manage it because you are like rock right. solid. Rock solid. We'll um, before, we get, before we start doing that stuff, though, um, you went away uh, with the junior blackfins to a camp um, a couple of weekends ago. Who's the biggest pest in the junior blackfins? Who's the who's the one person? Is it Zoe Crawford? Is she the biggest pest? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. That is a hard one. That is a hard one. Who's the one that you went to, Zach, and said, Zach, no matter what, I cannot room with this person? Well, I don't really know anyone, so I didn't have that warning. Um I just ended up with whoever. Yeah. Yeah. So who was your rooming? I was rooming with Lucy Bartlett. Oh. Oh. Did did and how was Lucy? Was she good? Oh yeah, she's so friendly, so friendly. And we were down at the pool, and Spindles started talking, and Lucy goes, "Don't tell Rosie, don't tell Rosie." And then Spindles told me that I apparently, according to Lucy, had been snoring. I was like, I don't snore. I was so panicked, and Lucy was panicked too. Turns out Spindles made that up, and I don't snore. And neither oh, does Lucy. He was trying what? to throw me under the bus. Oh, yeah. So that was that. That's it. So snoring's the thing. That's how we can get under your under your skin. <laughs> Say that right. Oh. He snores. What? What do you, I mean? <laughs> so what? Do you, what do you think it's going to be like? I mean, you you. I think luckily, probably for you, you do the opposite to the seniors, don't you? So you go to the beach first and in the pool afterwards. Are you going to be doing anything in the pool or will you be support crew? I think support crew at, the, yeah. at this stage, yeah. So, um, I guess you'll be, you'll, be, you'll be super support crew, holding mannequins and doing all those sort of things for everyone. Yeah. That's how it looks at the moment, I think. I'll be doing yeah. flag sprints, maybe uh, relays and the running legs and stuff, and then supporting and the tip. Cool. Yeah. You yeah. haven't tried a little a little sneaky um, line throw or something? See how you roll that out? 
There was many jokes made about me line throwing, but I was not part of the joke. No, you weren't part of the joke? You were laughing oh, at someone? Well, I was the joke. Me line throwing oh. was the joke. <laughs> no, uh. I am not. Uh, I don't know if that's what I have to do for the team, but I don't think I'll be doing that at this stage. Uh, okay. What about you? You haven't. You're not. You're not. You're not one of the Cirque team. You're not. You're not doing uh, Cirque. What's I? What's Cirque? That's new to me. That's it. Don't worry about it. No, no need to worry. You're all good, clearly. No, uh, uh, no. So, uh, yeah, it's just a simulated emergency response competition. I think that's what Cirque counts for. Okay. So that's one of the comps that you do, one of the events that you do. Four people, you have two minutes to go and clear a pool um, of a yeah. rescue scenario. So there you go. You've learned something today. That's cool. Sure have, yeah. I was looking at the program, but I didn't see it. Don't know if they're doing it. Maybe, maybe juniors don't do circ anymore. I don't know. Maybe. I might remember. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> oh, must have out. Maybe, maybe. Cool. Mm. So um, in terms of... You know, you've got a couple of coaches there. What, who will be who will be looking after you um, around your beach stuff and your flags and stuff like that? Will that be Zach mainly, do you think? Uh, I believe so. I think Anna might be going. I'm not Anna, 100% yeah. sure, though. Yeah, so she'll be really good. And then just working with the other beaches and yeah. knowing what I need to do before I go there, just having a nice plan for my warm-ups and that kind of thing, but also being flexible to new conditions and all of that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome. So what I guess as we're starting to come to the end, Rosie, and, man, thank you. This has been such a like you, Like I said, you're a gun. Um, well, is there anything that you're worried about, anything that you're a little bit, concerned about or on the other side is there what's the one thing that you're super excited about um traveling to either race in italy or to race for new zealand um the sun i'm very excited for the sun in italy should be warmer yeah. than dunedin so that's gonna be effort um i've never done a long haul plane flight so i'm actually excited for that but i've i've been told three hours into the plane ride i will not be excited about it Good headphones. Good headphones, the key, honestly. Get some good headphones that, yeah. you know, have noise cancelling. Um, download a few cool things. That is, it's not that bad. That's yeah. good news. Um, and then, yeah, I am very nervous to represent the country. It's a completely new thing for me. It's a completely new level of racing that I've never experienced before. But that's also such an exciting thing as well. So just holding on to all the positives and being excited for the big challenge. Yeah. I can't imagine that that you will not have the tools to manage that, Rosie. From the conversation today, you are going to have every tool to be able to manage those nerves. And as you said earlier, you know you can't control what comes into your head. So you you accept that it's going to be there's going to be a bit of anxiety. You accept that there'll be nerves, but actually here's an opportunity for you to show yourself and represent you and your family and St. Clair and South Brighton and, and everyone else. And we are right behind you and so excited. And I just want to say, Namahi uh, Nui, thank you so much for coming on tonight. It's been awesome to quarter with you. And um, I honestly can't believe, and I, and I think what we need to do, Danny, as you said earlier, we need to check your passport. I don't believe that you can be in the junior team because you are way too mature 
are way too smart and way too sensible to be going away competing in a junior surf team. That is for sure. You are a gun. Thank you so much for, for being with us tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I'll back that up me. as well, man. It's just um, it's insane. And, yeah, we do wish you all the best. I was just thinking, Jay, we haven't been able to contribute much because everything's been cutting out. But um, the, um, the scary thought for me is you think back to what a 16-year-old Chanel Hickman was like or a 16-year-old Olivia Eaton or, you know, we, we've, had a, we've had a pretty long um, lineage of um, really strong female beaches that have put on a black cap. And um, to be fair, Rosie, I haven't seen you race a lot, so, you know, I'm not going to compare um, apples. It's hard to compare apples with apples, but um, that's pretty bloody amazing, right, Jay? Uh, outstanding. I mean, you're right, and... In, in, in... I think the female sprint environment, we've been ridiculously lucky um, for so many years to have, you know, you go past those two that you've got the Holly Mocholotsis and the Chelsea Maples and, and the Arna Wrights as well before that. So well, in that time, we have been really lucky. We've had these mature, amazing young ladies that have been phenomenal sprinters. And, and again, how lucky are we again? Um, or Brianna Irving even. You know, like you look where Brianna is now as well. So we are, I don't know what it is about New Zealand, but New Zealand do seem to produce these amazing young sprinters, uh, female sprinters in particular, that are just all time in terms of how they hold themselves. How they, you know, now I think gone are the days where um, a sprinter was a real challenge to have in a team. They are now like the Rosie Falcuses. They are just phenomenal. They are just. Uh, you know, just add such value. So again, yeah. so cool to to Colorado and have a chat with you today, Rosie. Absolutely, and we're really looking forward to uh, getting down to Christchurch, um, <laughs> March two thousand twenty-three, and um, what you do your first senior first national champs. <laughs> was like, <laughs> yeah, you might be a world champion. Well, imagine that, Rosie yeah. is a world champion. She's never ever raced a national champs. That how cool would that be? That would be crazy. We'll have to have a yarn to the guys. I, I bet you we can work out pretty quickly who's commentating over there. It's probably one of those dudes, one of those old guys from Australia is on the comment. Phil. We'll have to Phil, yeah, Phil McGibbon. We'll have to get Phil hold of McGibbon. Phil McGibbon and be like, hey, mate, by the way, check this out. He'll he'll be frothing on that. Yeah. Yeah, he will be. So, <laughs> yeah, we need to. Yeah, cool. Ah, sensational. Thanks so much, Rosie. Really appreciate it. And um, bloody awesome to chat to you. All the best um, for you and your team and uh, and all the coaching staff as well. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. It was epic speaking to you guys, getting to know you. So cool. Cheers. Have a good one, Rosie. Thank you.